Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvy, aka Danny, aka Mr. You Can Too. I had such a pleasure recording this episode with my boy James Antriella, extraordinary, extraordinary human being. If you get any value from this show, please, please, please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. Be sure to leave a five-star review and also leave some comments and let me know your thoughts. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, are y'all in for one hell of a treat? I got my boy James Andriella in the building. One of the things I love about James is just how authentic and raw he is. And I see so many similarities in James as I see in myself just in terms of his growth, what he stands for, his values, how he shows up in the world, how he's a constant self-experimenter, and how he's just all about spreading like health and good vibes and so many things to other people. Uh, I guess I'll basically say James is a coach, but I know that that term doesn't even give it justice because what he does goes so much deeper than being a speed coach or being a strength coach. So with that being said, James... Welcome to the show. Thank you, man. I'm excited. Yeah, man. First oh, that's time. Amazing. First yeah, time. Yeah, you're gonna crush this. I guess you're gonna be the second person whose first podcast has been on how you can too. So, I love what I'm cultivating over here because it means I get to bring a second special person to the masses. Right. Hey, I I liked what I heard one of the times. So hey, I, if I can support anyone, I'd rather support hey, you. Yeah, I appreciate that 100. percent So James, one of the first things I really want to jump into. Because me, myself, I consider myself a growth coach. I'm very much about people growing into their ideal self, their best self, getting very clear on who it is that they are and how it is that they want to show up in life on a consistent basis. And just knowing you and you know, just under 12 years, I've come to find out that you're so much about your growth. When did growth become such an important value of yours? When I hit rock bottom, being real. Um, so, I mean, that that's just going right into it right away. It's jumping straight in the story. Um, now, I was going through, like, a, a seriously rough patch. And um, I didn't like the way that my life was going. And what I've come to learn and what I've really kind of ventured out into trying to find is how to help people not have to reach rock bottom before they start to make changes because sometimes you don't get like a second chance Mm -hmm. so people oftentimes don't change until they need to and um it's unfortunate because like i said you might not get that second chance so when my journey to growth started Um, it was at several different points, honestly, I know there's like turning points in people's lives where they're like, Oh, this, this event changed my life. But now I can't really define just one moment because you probably experience this yourself where every day is a life changing moment. Like every experience is a new event that you can learn from. So that wasn't really getting good sleep, wasn't really 
eating too well and on my way to work I was kind of like a workaholic on my way to work I fell asleep at the wheel and uh, I crashed my car right before I was uh, gonna hit the guardrail something had told me wake up and I was able to slam on the brakes and had I not been able to slam on the brakes I I don't know what would happen because uh, it was to an on-ramp I may or may not have gone off the hill but I was able to walk away unfazed mm. so I wasn't really scared in the moment I wasn't worried angry or any of that but it was literally like a moment where I just had to reflect and be like thank God yes. like I know someone was watching over me at that point and from this point forward I can't keep living how I was living mm. Mm. and what was it in that moment that said that you couldn't keep living like that was it that you know you got into this accident and you know thank God the universe that you opened you know something told you to wake up and you slammed on your brakes before you hit that railing and was it this thing now that you were able to walk away from that and you're like okay there's so much more to life and different gifts that I get to add or was it something where you know what you were doing beforehand that kind of led into that moment where you were tired and you fell asleep behind the wheel and basically said like okay like something needs to change in my lifestyle like what really inspired it what was the thought process what I've learned is the more that I take care of myself, the better I'm going to show up in the world and the better I'll be able to help and serve other mm. people. So, um, I, I, I was going to say, was, I love that because it's this idea that we get to fill our own cup first. And when our cup is full and it runs over, everything that's running over that full cup is what we get to actually put into others. Whereas what I make up is most people believe that they're supposed to just give, give, give. And the first person that they end up sacrificing is themselves in that process. Yep. And they're truly not really mm -hmm. giving. So I definitely hear that aspect of it. And what were some steps that you started to take or just some really big steps that you're still taking to this day that allows you to fill your cup? Reading and um, making time to just... I, I don't know if it would be meditation. I really I don't um, strictly meditate when I'm moving, working out, or exercising, anything of that nature. Like I consider that a meditation for myself because um, it's just done so much for my life. But uh, how I pour into myself now is that, man, I, I read every single day something new I always want to learn. I feel like the moment you stop learning stuff is the moment you're dying, just to put it yeah. blunt. Um, so just constant growth, like it almost becomes addicting trying to learn something new every day. And um, the to go back to like the pouring the cup type thing, an analogy I would use for that is imagine your friend's car dies and you jump its battery, you jump their battery. And then all of a sudden, they don't replace their car battery, but their car keeps dying, you keep jumping it, their car keeps dying, you keep jumping it. Eventually, what's going to happen is your batteries mm. run down. So, finding ways to pour into myself, whether that's just getting some alone time, getting away from work, 
um, just maybe not even reading sometimes, just being quiet, mm -hmm. like really getting some quiet and getting away from all the noise because there's a lot of noise out for there, sure. bro. How that shows up for me and how I internalize that is when I show up as my most authentic self, when I am living my vision, when I am walking my talk and just embodying who I truly am, it, it's really abundance happens. And when I say abundance, it's mm -hmm. like amazing opportunities start coming my way. More people are coming into my life that I get to impact and they get to impact me in a really positive way. And I start to just realize it's almost like the universe is, is kind of like working like for me. It's like wh whatever it is, as long as I'm doing my part and I'm walking in the direction that I'm meant to walk, it's like the universe yep. is just showing me like, yeah, Bro, you're going the right way. It's 100%. there for you. Yeah. All the time. You've read the alchemist. Oh, for sure. you, yeah. You, that, that book is my favorite book. And that book is real. It is. It what, is real. What are some like your biggest takeaways from the alchemist that shows up for you today? Cause there's, I'm, I would imagine there's people listening that have never read the alchemist before. Just like you said, the universe is kind of going to have your back. And, um, man, there there was a point last year when everything was falling apart. And I was thinking about giving up, like, uh, finding another career, finding another job, doing something different. And, like, everything was just collapsing. And then I was like, do I really want to give up? Like, I've worked so hard at this. Is this something I really want to give up? And I took one more chance. I've heard it plenty of times. It's like when, um, just when you, you think that you're about to quit, it's whatever you're trying to achieve is right beyond that. And man, did that happen. And something told me, it's like, you need to stick this out. You need to stick this out. And I, I listened to it. Not to say that things were great at the time. But I think everyone needs to kind of go through a struggle. And that's what a lot of the book The Alchemist is about. It's like once you set out on a journey, that road is not a straight path at all. At all. It's going to be so bumpy. And you got to just have faith in it follow the omens there there's there's signs i i don't know if you'd call it superstitious but like i'll see certain animals or certain numbers um i know not everyone's gonna believe in this but uh it, it happened like i would constantly see 11 11 over and over and over again i see uh cardinals whenever i'm making like a huge decision and it just kind of notifies me like you're saying the universe when you're on your path it's going to push you along and those are signs to me like hey i love that i love that there's two big things that come up for me as you explain that and one it's it's how powerful intuition can be yeah um it's a it, you gotta learn to trust yeah. your gut man you really do. I'm a firm, firm believer in that. And the second thing, too, is just being aware to the signs. 
like many people might think it's woo woo or that it's like your word superstitious, all these things. I truly believe that literally like, like life is, is always pointing me in the right direction if I'm willing to yep. pay attention. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, and it starts by tapping into myself. And that's why I think whether it's meditation, a stillness practice, like journaling, praying, like just doing the things that I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, the more and more I do that, the more and more aware I become of the signs. And the more and more I can listen yep. to my body and be like, okay, this is my body telling me this is a yes. Or this is my body yep. telling me this is a no. <laughs> not, the, the, not a lot of people are in tune to that, though, man. Not a lot of people are in tune to that. Uh, you know, I had a friend, and he's the one that kind of put me onto this. He's kind of in line with us. Every, it, you're going to attract the people that are – your vibe is your tribe. 100. So whatever type of stuff you're putting out, those are the people that are going to surround yourself with. Um, but he mentioned to me that whenever, and I'm not going to name drop, whenever he was around his, uh, step-parents or his stepfather, that he would get like this tingly sensation or these, um, just like really, really tense. His traps would tighten up and it wasn't until the stepfather went away that all the symptoms went away. And then I had a, a client last year that I was working with, and she decided to level up her life. When you begin to really take care of yourself and level up in one area, every other area is going to follow suit, in my opinion. But she wasn't in the best work environment. She's now left. And every day that she walked into work, she would always get like tense. She would come in to sessions, and her shoulders would just be like, rock hard and like man you gotta leave you know you gotta leave and it's scary it's uh change is scary but the moment she did she doesn't have any of those problems anymore it's so amazing so that that's your body giving you the signs but not a lot of people understand that it's mm. like there's a reason for everything 100 percent. there's a reason for 100%. all that and what, what comes up for me is how there's so many people walking around who are physically feeling their stress show up in their body. Like they think they mm -hmm. get headaches. It's not because they have a ibuprofen deficiency. It's because <laughs> they're super stressed or they're dehydrated, right? Or they're not getting the right minerals in. And just a lot of times too, like when people have that stress, that you, or I'm sorry, that, that tightness in the traps that you spoke of, a lot of that is just coming from stress. A lot of stomach yep. aches that people get coming from mm -hmm. stress. Yet, because so many people experience that, and I want to make a distinction here, and Scott, shout out to my man Scott Dolly because he's the one that put me on this quote. A lot of people think that what they go through or feel in that sense is normal. However, yeah, and that's the thing. And it's not that it's normal. It's common. And just because something's common does not mean it's normal. And that's what's supposed to happen. And there's so many people out there walking around that have all these symptoms. And they just think like, okay, life is just, you know, I'm getting older. This is what my body does. Like, no, like yeah. tap in, listen to it. 
What's going on in your relationships? What's going on in your workplace? How are you feeling about your finances? How are you feeling about living your purpose? How are you feeling about your friends? And if you can check into all those questions and see where you're at, you might see where a lot of your pain and symptoms are coming from. Yep. It's a, it's a way to kind of just numb yourself, man. And uh, you, I know I was there at one point, so I understand it now. Because there was a lot of activities and things that I was engaging in that, in hindsight, I was like, oh, I was doing that because I was trying to run away from this problem. It's like, if you internalize things and you don't deal with them, they're going to manifest in another way. And you, you can't run from your fear. You can't run from your pain. You got to go through it. And it's going to hurt. But you'll be better when you come through, when you come out of it. And oftentimes... It's not as scary as you think. It's you. Most people, at least I do, or I did, still do. Everyone does. Um, but you make bigger deals out of things that really aren't that big of a deal. Amen. <laughs> it, it's funny. It's this. It's this idea, and I see it so much now with COVID nineteen. But people are scared to death of uncertainty. When there's when yeah. they feel like they're, they're not certain of something like the wildest of wild stories are what get yeah. created. And like you said, oftentimes, and this has happened in my experience, I, you know, I go into that situation, I actually lean into the fear and it wasn't even anywhere near <laughs> as bad as I thought it was going to be. Bro, it's usually never. a positive it's, thing. Not, yeah. And, it's what yeah, you make up. It's what we make up, and our stories can be so ridiculous. Trust, I, I know them. Yeah. And something yeah. I would invite the listeners to do, and I love to throw challenges out. And the first challenge I really want to throw out is, what is that one thing you know you've been resisting? Whether it's a request, it's a conversation, it's a question. Like there's something that you've been resisting and it is tearing you up. And I invite you to sit down and really think about what that is and why are you letting it run you? Mm-hmm. Now's the now's the time to do that, man. We, we're all stuck inside. I, I find it kind of funny, kind of amusing. It's like we're stuck inside. This is... This is where we need to be to do the work anyway. The The real change happens internally. It's as long as you're focusing on external cues and superficial stuff, things are probably just going to go back to the way they were. Yep. So it goes back to the internalizing stuff. you got to do the inner work. So powerful. Powerful. And it's that thing where I forgot where I first heard this quote. But I, I love it and it's stuck with me. And it's that you are the wisest person when it comes to you. You don't have to go out and look externally to figure out what's going on within yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. I think getting help or having someone that can facilitate is amazing, whether it's in the form of a coach, Absolutely. a therapist, you know, just someone you really trust and admire. Yet, all the answers are going to come from you. And just like you said, James, right now is the time where everybody's inside 
and you get the opportunity to reflect deeply. And I think a lot more people are starting to do it just in the conversations that I've had. I yeah, hope so. A lot more people are starting to do it. And some people I found are really getting to know themselves. Some people don't really like what they're getting to know. And there's a big percentage of those people who don't like what they're getting to know. They're deciding to take action and to change. And then they reach out to someone like me, somebody like you, you know what I'm saying? Someone like my boy, Jeremy, or, you know, any of these people out there who have been through this type of journey. And I think every single person has a special, special story. And one of the things I would love for you to go into that I know there's going to be a lot of people who this will resonate with is your process of learning more about your family, right? I know, mm-hmm. you know, when we met, you were, you were just getting into the process of like talking to your, your biological family more and yep. saying how that was having an impact on you, on the biological family, on your foster family. I would love for you to touch on what growth you've had in that experience and what that journey looked like. This is where things get interesting. Minute 25. Um, And it goes along exactly with what I was mentioning with the internal work. So sometimes you may not even know that you are hiding or running from some type of stuff. You've just done it so long, now it's a habit. And back to when I really, back to the accident and everything like that. Before, I would go out a lot, I would party, I would drink, I was a really heavy drinker. And when I was going through a really rough time, I had a very special person. Thank you, Heather, by the way. I know she'd love a shout out if she listens to this. It's uh, my adoptive sister. She let me know that I was drinking a lot. I didn't notice it at the time. And I'm so thankful that she said that because you can't fix what you don't know. So I consider a true friend someone that will tell you when you're going down the wrong path. So again, thank you, Heather. Um, Now, with the alcohol, what I was doing now I know is I was suppressing a fear of actually meeting my biological family. So I am adopted, for those that don't know. I'm 29 years old. And last year was the first time that I met my biological family. So there's – you can't really know unless you're in someone's shoes. But it's really strange being in an adoptee's position. There's groups for this. Um, There's books for this. But as an adoptee, I never really wanted to reach out and meet my biological family. Uh, My mom was 13. No, my mom was 15 when she had me. My father was 13 when they had me, my biological parents. Uh, So I kind of understood the circumstances. They were in no shape to really take care of me at the time. And I'm so grateful for everyone that, you know, I had a chance to live because I know that I've made an impact on several people's lives. And that really wouldn't have happened if I was aborted. Mm. Just being real. So 
for a very long time, I didn't really know it. Again, it was kind of deep, deep, deep subconsciously. And uh, there's actually a book that talks about this. It's called The Primal Wound, where trauma from like birth and adoptees, that doesn't really go away. Um, like the baby, the infant doesn't forget that type of stuff. That's a, that's a huge traumatic event, being separated from your mother at birth. Um, so out of respect to my adoptive mother and my adoptive family, I was terrified to ever really pursue that. Um, I just didn't want to seem like I was being disloyal to them. Meanwhile, I really needed that. I didn't know that I needed it, but a lot of my behaviors were stemming from, uh, that fear, that fear. So it's kind of weird. <clears throat> I know you do like, um, I believe you do. Like a lot of subconscious work, or you talk about that a decent amount? Am I wrong? Yeah, I definitely dive into that. Yeah. So, how it really changed, and what what changed my life? I am not condoning. Can I get really raw here? Bro, this am is I allowed? The, the vulnerable, open floor. You say whatever. All right. So, what really changed my life, and I do not condone drug use, please, um, was psychedelics mushrooms so one day I ended up taking some mushrooms and a lot was revealed to me all at once like a whole lot of my behaviors and uh, there was a lot of like jealousy and envy and neediness it just I didn't realize it at the time but it was there and it was reflecting in every single one of my relationships. I would sabotage so many opportunities. I'm just like, all right, this has to stop. But with the psychedelics, it allowed me to, to see myself from a different angle. And then I totally understood that all that jealousy, that envy, that anger, that was all stemming from a lot of it was from my birth and uh, being adopted. But that that's so like it's I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. It's like that stems from birth. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know how I ever would have figured that out without that experience. Right. right. And doing the inner work. Right. Like one of the things like I'm a huge proponent of psilocybin mushrooms and I've had a very similar experience and healing experience with with mushrooms and also ayahuasca. And it completely changed my frame of reference on how I looked at my relationship with my mom. Like, I remember after she died, yep. I had so much guilt around how I wasn't able to help her, on how I tried to be too forceful, on how, you know, she was just like this sick person all the time. And it wasn't until my first ayahuasca experience where. I was just reminded of all the amazing experiences and moments that we had throughout mm -hmm. um, her and my life. And it really showed me that everything that I do is a direct reflection of the good things that she taught me. Right. And even the bad mm -hmm. things and learning how to use that as strength and as power. So I think there's so much now, same thing. I don't condone quote unquote drug use. But what I say is that what I don't condone is like any type of irresponsible drug use, right? Like I yeah. look at 
especially psychedelics like because that stuff helps man honestly it's a a tool right like in the way i look at it it's just like a hammer like you know with a hammer you can like build a whole community or you can literally kill somebody with it right so like the tool is neutral it's just how a person uses it and i think it's beautiful that you were able to come to this realization of how you were showing up in life up to that point was due to the trauma that you experienced being separated from your mom as a baby and not a lot of people realize that they too have traumas that happened when they were super young and it, and it might come in mm-hmm. all different yep. you know ways and different ranges however those traumas can have a huge impact on how you show up in life today and i, I really appreciate you sharing that and what was like that initial like just that that initial like feeling that you got an intuition that you got that told you like okay like i'm ready to take this step and go meet them um it it was <laughs> dude it was a smack in the face it was it was a uh, like my life came to a grinding halt in that moment i was like man why like Imagine where I could be. Not, I don't regret anything at this point. Everything happens for a reason. But it, it was just like, wow, now I can fix this. Now I can fix this. Now that I know, I can fix this. And having that experience, it's helped me as a coach because now I, I look at things different. When uh, a certain client comes, or whoever it is, there's a reason for everything. There's a reason for certain behaviors. And the way that I look at people now is I look at them like a child. Mm. So what I mean by that is I don't think we ever truly grow up. Like we do, the outer shell grows up, but inside we're children. That stuff does not go away. If you're not playing, you're not having fun, you're not living life. Uh, life doesn't have to be so serious. It's a game. But now I understand if people are fearful of certain things, maybe they didn't get hugs as a child. Maybe they didn't get the loving. Maybe that's what they grew up around. So they're a product of their environment. And it's not necessarily their fault. It's just they never saw anything different. So now I come from more of a place of understanding rather than judgment. Because... I wouldn't want people to judge me, and I hope people understood why I acted some ways, because I was a bit of an asshole, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it is what it is. But now I come from a place of understanding as opposed to, oh, this person's an idiot, this person's a jerk. It's like, no, they. everything happens for a reason. Those behaviors are there because that's what they learned. I love that. I love that. And something that that reminds me of is something I always say, how anything that someone else does, it's a reflection of just them and where they're at, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not coming from a place of blame or anger. And even if it's something that's directed directly towards me, it's like, hey, that person is going through something. They're a human being. They're doing what they do. And it's not because of how I'm showing up per se. So it's interesting. And and what I would want to invite people to do 
is to really look and see if you can think of any past traumas that you had in your life. And it might be something that's really dark and really hard. And it might be super uncomfortable. Or you might not even realize that it happened because you buried it so deep so long ago. But I would invite you to look into that and see how does that impact how you're showing up in life? Is it effective for you or is it not getting you closer to where it is you want to be in life? Because through James's experience, through my own experience and through other people I know, when you can overcome trauma, so many things, especially positive things, can open up for you. And I know that because since my experience and I've been able to change, now I have a super loving relationship with my girlfriend. And before my girlfriend, I never had a real loving relationship with another woman because of my own like trauma, my own problems. And I, I let amazing women just walk right out of my life. And it wasn't until I did the inner work and I realized what traumas I had, where they came from, and decided to take action and work on it, did it allow so many great things like an amazing relationship to show up in my life. 100%. You're, you're going to attract whatever you're putting out. Simple as that. 100%. 100%. But it, and I, I definitely encourage people to, if you're going to do that inner work, do not be ashamed of asking for help. Mm. There's no shame in that. Mm. Mm. What, what allowed you to get to that point where you started finding that you are now able to ask for help when you need it or when you want it? I had no other choice. <laughs> I had no other choice. I was tired of the way that I was mm. living. Mm. I had no other choice. It's that simple. It's uh, I wanted something different, just like you said. And I was like, all right, well, whatever I'm engaging in, whatever behaviors I'm expressing, that's clearly not working out. It's not getting me where I want to be. So got to scrap everything you know, start from scratch. And that's literally what I did. Start from scratch. Amazing. And it's been how long now since you started from scratch like that? Like roughly a year? Uh, no, like two, two years. years now. Yeah, June, June 2018. June 2018. And you were what, 28 at that time? 27? 27. 27. Yeah, same. Yeah, and then, yeah, for me, I started really taking the big dive when I was maybe 24, 25. And I think, and I love to bring that up because I want people to know that they can reinvent themselves at any time. Like, yeah, compared to, yeah, they, like there's you, there's never a time that's too late to create change in your life and to improve and to empower yourself to do something different that's going to bring you the result that you're looking for because there's so many people that I meet that they don't believe they can change and I'm a firm believer that if someone doesn't believe they can do something then they're absolutely not going to be able to do it because it starts with that person and their mm -hmm. belief and you know even when I think about you can too and I think about like, you know, that finger, that's my logo. That's that's the finger of belief. You know what I'm saying? Like that's me pointing yep. at every single person I come into contact with. And I'm like, yo, I believe that you can do whatever it is that you want. But it starts with that person. They got to believe it. No. The only person that's in your way is yourself. Really? It's 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 so true. And how how do you go about now like 
being able like to look into the mirror and know like okay i get to make a shift or like how do you use all these tools that you've gotten within the last two years that's allow you to take like massive action i see i just see the benefit that comes from it um kind of how you were saying like the abundance that comes from doing that work uh it's kind of hard not to it's like why would you choose not to do something that's working um i love that and i I try to make whatever healthy habits they are easy no one's perfect um but i try to you know you know what actually um another event that changed my life is I was working with a client and he was losing a lot of weight. He was improving his grades in school and I asked him for a goal and he asked me for a goal. Um, I'm sorry. And he said, I have a new goal. I want to look like you. I want to be like you. And I was like, wow, that's very humbling because Honestly, I don't consider myself anything special. Like I, I do love myself, but uh, there are people that are far smarter than I am that have done way bigger things than I ever done. But when I heard that, I was like, oh, man, now I I really got to show up. So if I'm not leading by example, and this goes back to a podcast that I, I actually text you about. I forgot who you were speaking to. And you were talking about how you were trying to force your mother into eating healthier and all this. What could you have done? It's like the easiest way that you can change the world is just to lead by example. Just be yourself. And if you're going to be a role model, you have to do all that work. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that was my boy Steve and I who were speaking on that. And 100% is just leading by example. And I'm so grateful because over these, especially the last three years, I've had so many friends who, when I first started making this transition, I really wanted them to like take action in their health. Yet, that's when I started to learn, like, I can't force anyone to do anything. And then nope. you fast forward some years and it's like, you know, three, four years down the road. Now they're coming with the questions. They're implementing the strategies like they're open-minded they're ready to change they're ready to grow and i'm just so grateful that they were able to find it on their time and everyone's gonna find it on their own time and like you said hopefully it doesn't Mm -hmm. come when they hit rock bottom and even so i believe that everybody in their human experience everyone's experienced their version of rock bottom so Mm -hmm. far but it doesn't have to be this like super over tragic thing to create yeah. chance. It's like look at my life and like, you know, learn some lessons through my experience. Like look at James's life and what he went through and don't wait until you get into a car accident to really like flip the switch and make the change. For me it's like, you know, don't wait for your mom to die to like really tell her all the time how much you love her. Right? Mm-hmm. So just learn from the experiences of others and decide to grow and take action in that way because you want to do it for yourself and you want the best for yourself and you understand that when you are the best version of yourself that's what allows you to pour into others and inspire and empower others to be better version of themselves too 
and it's a it's a trickle down mm -hmm. effect for sure yeah i learned that from you bro the like how are you showing up i remember you were saying that for a while and uh and then when you told me your story regarding your mom i was like man i you know i was trying that for a very long time myself i was trying to force people to do stuff and it's like that wasn't very effective for me as a coach uh, what I actually experienced from that was more resistance. The more that you want something for someone else, the less they're going to want it from themselves. People have free will. So you got to just have faith that people want to do their best. And you just got to be there for them when they're ready. So I think that it's important, like my sister did with me regarding the alcohol, because it didn't happen overnight where I just dropped alcohol. Um, but you need to plant the seed. You need to have honest, hard conversations with the people. It doesn't mean you have to yell at them. It doesn't mean you have to be angry. But the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you reap the harvest. And sometimes you are not the farmer. Sometimes you're not the one that needs to water that seed. There's always seasons for everything. People are going to come around during their own time. But I do think it is important to say something. Man, that's powerful. I appreciate you sharing that that analogy and I also really appreciate you for acknowledging me and, and that how I was able to show up for you in that way. And it's exactly what you say. It's like these seeds that get to be planted and just by being able to plant seeds, it can make such an impact in a person's own life or in somebody else's life. And, mm -hmm. and it really is a blessing, man. It really is. And what I would love to do to wrap up this episode is man you're so you're every day giving valuable content on instagram and i hear you talk about so many different methods whether it is the benefits of being keto or grounding or taking time for yourself or moving your body different ways to train what would you say are the you know two or three tidbits that you want to leave all the listeners with that if they did these two or three things, it can have a profound impact on their life? Earthing. Number one, um, get your feet on the ground on true solid earth. Go to the beach. Just you need to be outside. It has so many different benefits and you can look into earthing sheets. I'm not affiliated with any company at the moment. Um, I have reached out to well, some. Let's get you but... that sponsorship, James. <laughs> uh, James enrolled me into getting uh, an earthing sheet, and I love it. So, Bro, it's a, it's a game changer. It's a, it's a game changer. Uh, so earthing sheets definitely helps with so many things. But I would also suggest, along with that, please pick up a book of uh, – it's called Earthing. Um It'll go into all the details that you need, and uh, I would definitely look into that before you just jump onto one if you are dealing with any health issues. Um, it's always good to be um, – it's always good to know what you're doing rather than just blindly jumping into it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we could talk about that for another hour if you really wanted to, but um, two more? Two more things or just one? No, just some of the benefits of earthings. Oh, I wanted to know, like, what are some of the benefits of earthing that you could 
give the audience just so they know so like it'll, it'll inspire them to go on amazon and see how much one costs gotcha uh reduce inflammation it's helped improve mobility of joints helped gotten rid of my mother's back pain helped her get off blood pressure medications uh skin improved and what it what it really does is when you're using using the earthing sheet um and you're laying on it it's mimicking what happens when you make skin contact with the earth right uh just how we charge our phones up we need to charge ourselves up from time to time we need to be connected so when you go to sleep at night and you're on this earthing sheet it kicks on your parasympathetic nervous system immediately so this allows you to relax your sympathetic nervous system is your fight or flight mechanism and that is generally on for everyone that's why everyone is so damn stressed out all the time they don't know how to relax so what the sheet does is it kicks on your parasympathetic nervous system and your blood flow and honestly everything just changes in a heartbeat it helps with anxiety uh, and it helps you get a very restful night of sleep which is so important because that is when we heal 100 I love that man honestly I don't even know if we need two or three after you gave such a strong endorsement for grounding and you know me I'm a huge proponent of it like I'm always trying to get outside in the sun get my feet into the grass I have my earthing sheet like yeah it it's is life, man. man. It is. And there's so many and it's another one of those things that's also free. You know what I mean? Like not the earthing map, but yep. going outside, going in some grass or on some like solid cement and just like putting your bare feet on the ground has all of those positive effects that James just explained. And it's free. You earth and you drink a bunch of water, woo. Yeah. The best things in life Hello. are free. Right there. It's free. Free ninety nine. Got you. I love that, man. James, I appreciate your time so much. I appreciate how you show up in this world. I appreciate our friendship and that we got to meet in the way that we met. Absolutely. And bro, just to be able to come on here and talk so openly and vulnerably about things like alcohol use, you know, your all the things that you went through with family discovering yourself in your story that people are going to be able to resonate with. And I'm just super grateful that you came out here and you blessed all of us with your story and your wisdom. Appreciate it, man. Definitely value our friendship. Love meeting you, brother. Um, man, I was going to say something. Go for it. No. Cack on my tongue. Brain fart. Uh, I, I just I just hope that someone finds some type of value in this and we could have gone on forever man um, but I'm a big advocate for mental health and all I can say just to kind of cap this off is respect your body if you show your body love it will show you love back that's all I got it's as simple as amen. that amen amen Respect your body and your body and your mind and your soul will respect you back. And James, where can people find you online? Instagram. So it's my last name, J-A-N-D-R-I-E-L-L-A. Wow. 
Give that man a follow. You'll get so much out of it. James, I appreciate you, brother. This was amazing. And we'll definitely have you on another one real soon.